beta cell and it shows out of range and the threes, our new show, are really like a public service. <laughs> we do all of this work to help you live a better, more fulfilling life. <laughs> and we ask nothing in return. But if you want to support us financially, for instance, helping, you know, cover the cost of shipping this microphone for our new show, The Threes, mm -hmm. around the country so that people can share their stories with us and you, you can do that. And it's really easy. We have a Patreon page. It allows you to give as little as a dollar a month to us and you get some cool, sweet swag like stickers, magnets, pins, and that. Or so. as high as $500 or a month. as high as $500 the a month. The sky is the limit. And all you have to do is go to betacellpodcast.com forward slash forward slash supporters. And there's a link right there. So thank you in advance. Thank you. And thank yourself <laughs> for doing such and a good thing. And look in the thing. mirror and thank yourself. Yeah. On that note, we're back. We're back. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. This is Out of Range, your somewhat regular <laughs> talk show on all real things diabetes. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. I almost forgot what the name it's of the show was. It's been a while. Um, why has it been a while? It's been, uh, well, f do, do we even know how long it's been? No. We could look it up. Uh, uh, it would make me feel bad if we did that. That's not then. Um, I don't know. Life, life things have been happening. Okay. Okay. Let's, should we talk about those life things? Sure. Who's first? Are we going in chronological order? I don't really know how okay. these things are chronologically. Kind of. Let's talk about your um, magazine debut. Oh, boy. Because you need to take some time off to really bask in that Yeah. There's fame. a lot of, <laughs> lot of glory. I'm like a few shades darker. Please tell everyone about it because I am so excited for you. So this, this was actually pretty cool. So in the latest issue of Diabetes Forecast, the like September, October issue, mm -hmm. it's their people to know issue, which is kind of like the Time Magazine most influential people, but for diabetes. All diabetes, yeah. one, two, whatever. Not necessarily people with type one, just people who you should know. And for some reason. For all the reasons. They thought James and I should be some people to know, specifically because of what we've been doing with type one run. It's about time. And how it's, it's about time. It's about damn the time. We the we recognition. Get, we're up to at least 112 chapters now. That's insane. Around the world. Uh, our website is in five different languages, four different languages, English, Spanish, German, Hindi. Wow. Uh, I think we're getting it translated into like Latvian as well. I think there's some French. Are these no, wait, like, we also have it in French. Are these languages? These are all, I don't are they, know if that's all true, but those are all. Okay, well, let's start by let's only tell the truth on here, first of all. It will be. Second, in all those secondly, at some point. are these translations 
done upon request or will it eventually be in every language around the world? So as of right now, when we start new chapters in non-English mm-hmm. native speaking countries, we we ask them if they'd be willing to translate some stuff. At first, it's like a Facebook post so that we can like announce. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that James and I realized is that you know the the issue one of the issues is that all the diabetes stuff that we know is very us focused yeah. and part of that is because it's all english and that makes it hard for people everywhere else in the world to connect um you know they're probably not hashtag buck off diabetes because no one in Latvia knows what hashtag buck right. off diabetes means. Well, I'm so, still I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> <one over here. laughs> Bad example. Um, you know this this is somewhat off topic, but my endocrinologist worked on this project like a year or so ago when they realized that all the insulin pump uh, Instru- like manuals instructions. Mm-hmm we're all in very, very complicated, like English. And so they, she, and with some grant money and some other people like translated this stuff into Spanish that was easy for people to understand. It's amazing. Because I mean, I don't even, I don't even think I could figure out a pump manual. I don't even think I ever read it. I just kind of like press buttons and figure it out. Yeah. Stop feeling awful. That's one way to do it. it. (laughs) And so if you think about if if people who don't speak English can't even get insulin pumped, like how are they going to find running groups? How are they going to find any type of support? JDRF walks. How are they going to find ADA bike rides? And then for them to not just find it, but then to feel like they belong to it. And that's what we want. We want them to feel like, like, yes, this New Delhi chapter is yours. Like this belongs to you. And, and you belong to it. It's, it. Yeah. And this is in your language. Like, we're here for you. I we're think that is so fucking do. incredible. That's the first bleep. <laughs> Unbleeped swear word tonight. We've made it. Um, <laughs> this is six and a half minutes. Sorry, uh, guys. So this, you is, know what? this is the part of the episode where we remind you that out of range is not censored. And nor will it ever be something. Right. I'm passionate. Craig does get passionate sometimes and swear words come up. And let me, little quick side note. I've had some feedback tell me that they don't want me to stop cursing because they know that this is the real raw me and that they find it kind of endearing. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm, I'm not going to. For right. people who it is, it is have a warning. only just started listening out of range. Shame on you. <laughs> Where have you been? What have you been Why doing? Why are you starting so late? Go <laughs> back do- to the beginning. Stop. Go Stop what you're doing. Go back. Because none of this is going to make sense. It's like cereal. <laughs> like, like you're going to figure out. It's it, like none of our episodes make sense anyway. <laughs> yeah. But you need some kind of chronological order. I think probably, probably not Meh. at all. Okay. But anyway, yeah. Okay. If you don't listen to these in chronological order, let me know because I'd be curious. I mean, they don't need to be listened to no. in order. They in need order. to be listened to. Listen. Please. <laughs> uh, but if you're unfamiliar with the somewhat uncensored language of the show. He's talking about me. We're. We're uh, real. Okay. Yeah. Just, it's just a warning. 
Okay. There'll be more. So if you don't plug your little ear, someone else in the room who shouldn't be listening to this, we're sorry for the first one. The first one's on the house, (laughs) Uh, but the rest are your fault. (laughs) Okay, let's continue. (laughs) Oh, so type one one. So they did a nice little one page spread on me and James. Yeah. It was so beautiful. It was weird that it was about us. Why? Because most of the time when we talk about Type 1 Run, it's about it as a program and why there's another thing. Yeah, but guess what, Craig? It wouldn't be a program if it weren't for you There's a lot of people. There's a lot of important people who have helped make Type 1 Run. Yes. Uh, And... you're giving me a weird look because I'm, you're I'm ha- being so modest about this and like it w- and this is how you are and i understand that and i respect it but like it, you you should feel amazing about this and what you're doing no, and really i'm cool. so glad that they did this feature on you guys yeah hopefully a lot of people see it i hope so they will join us um and then somewhat embarrassingly a few days later hmm. another profile of me dropped you saw this one. You're not remembering it. Okay. Um, Refresh my memory. It was in The Lancet, which is a medical journal uh, that's based out of London. Okay. And this one was was about me. It was actually about beta cell. And this, it, it's, it's funny because, that they happened at the same time because they were started so many months ago. Like I was interviewed for this Lancet mm. journal. Um little bio that's like usually months, how those things were months ago and then origi- originally it was going to be like a 400 word little like paragraph like yeah like a cliff note like a little Excerpt. footer at the at the end yeah right it's like oh here's craig this is what he does but the editor had wanted this guy to do a profile on me because of beta cell never really asked like how they found me or why i just kind of rolled with it and it ended up being this like really beautiful one page because you're a really beautiful person, that's why. Talking about my like story with diabetes, how I got involved in the community, talks a little bit about type one run and then beta cell. Go and ahead. I think the the nicest thing that's ever been said about me was in this. And it was just it was something along the lines of Craig's just a, a normal guy with diabetes. Just sharing his stories. Why do you think that's the nicest quote. thing? Because that's what I, I try to be. I'm not trying to a be a normal like, guy. I, you're ex- that's, you're that's, extraordinary that's I, in my eyes. That's but what I, I know. You told me that one. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like that means I really mean it. If I thought it twice, I feel like the world needs more just normalcy. Because not everyone right? can just identify to. Well, if we want to keep talking about like Pavlakovich, formerly Pavlakovich, which we'll get to later. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I want people to Wait, feel but, like that uh, they can just go and start something and just be like. Right. And you know. on, on this exact subject, um, and this is going to cross over with other things we were planning on talking about. Uh-oh. What? Sorry. But this whole thing about how, so you like that you are normal and people can relate. Can we talk about the panel that you spoke on? Yeah. Um, be, and why it was so helpful to people and why it was good that you were different than the other people yeah. on the panel? Um, so we're fast forwarding now. Yeah, sorry. Just stick with us. Please stick with us. It's going to be worth it. I promise. So last weekend I got to go to adult diabetes camp, which I think a lot of people probably don't know is a thing. Uh, but a lot of people know that diabetes camp is a thing for kids Mm -hmm. and then connected in motion, which is this nonprofit up in Canada started doing these things years ago. 
um, these like adventures for type one, where they'll do these like 10 day backpacking trips and these crazy awesome things. And a few years ago, they started these things called slipstreams. Have they been around for thing. years? This year is the first year I've heard of them. But it's been a few years. It's been okay. many years. Um, it's been at least in the LA area, at least four years oh, that wow. I know of. Probably, probably longer, but at least four years. It used to be on Catalina. And is it like a slipstream? The Oh, yes, yes, yes. I have heard of this. So the idea, it's this great story about like why it's called a slipstream. It's because the founder, you know, was like on this doing this bike ride and like ran into this team of uh, type ones who were doing this bike race, too. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, come ride with us. And she's like, oh, I'm not that good of a rider, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, 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 just get up right behind us. Put your wheel right behind us and you'll be in the slipstream. Hmm. Like, like when, you know, in NASCAR or whatever, when they drift, draft off each other. I'm nodding as if I know what yeah. he's talking about. Or like when geese fly, <laughs> okay. you know, they fly in a V. Yeah. So the person in the front, the people in the front are doing more of the work because they have more of the resistance. And okay. the people behind it. For some reason, I'm understanding the geese analogy way more than more the than bike one. The people behind <laughs> it, it's easier because they're getting like pulled along. Got it. In the slipstream. I'm there. And that's the idea of. That is cool of this camp is that there's some people who are like, you're getting pulled along mm -hmm. and then at some point you switch and then you're the person pulling other people along. It's really, really beautiful, beautiful. analogy. Yeah. Um, so I used to do them on Catalina Island. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that. This year was their first time partnering with Beyond Type One. And they've done, they're doing three this year. They did one up in Portland, Maine, this one in Lake Hughes, California, mm -hmm. not far from Los Angeles, and another one up in Ontario, Canada in a couple weeks. And this one that I was at was their biggest ever. It was almost 80 people. Wow. Um, and it's literally just camp, but you're adults. For grown-ups. And you have diabetes. So you show up, you pick what uh, cabin you want to go to into, there's bunk beds, you throw your stuff down, you... You know, there's camp food, you know, in the big dining hall, um, buffet style. It's all like <laughs> low carb. So there's like, what is it, like spaghetti or squash spaghetti. What do they call that? Squash noodles. Spaghetti squash. Spaghetti squash. Um, <laughs> and just like, you know, they had like sugar-free blueberry muffins for breakfast one day. Um, I have to ask if those were good. I didn't actually have one. I had waffles, okay. which were not sugar-free. Good. My blood sugar went up because I used real syrup. That's fine. That's the kind of person I am. Do what you got to do. Um, yeah, <laughs> a lot of low-carb options, uh, which was cool. I kind of missed some of my carbs. But I noticed <laughs> that I wasn't snacking very much, so I would like – and the food was so good, I would just gorge myself at meals <laughs> and have to like run around afterwards to bring my blood sugar back down. You're at the perfect place to do perfect that. Perfect place to do that. And then all the activities you do, um, there's like a schedule. And at each time, you can either go do one of the activities, like archery. Like they had like a high ropes course. You could chill at the pool. You could go on a hike. When Craig told me this, I asked if there was the option to chill at the pool all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> he said yes, could. which means I might be going next, next year. year. It was awesome. <laughs> and then if you didn't want to do any of that, they had sessions. Yeah. Little like... I don't know what you would call it, like breakout sessions where there's sure. 
someone leading some talk on some topic, whether that's like a primer into fitness or um, mental health. I think this idea is so amazing too because even all the adults that I meet with type one always tell me how the only resources that are out there are for children because that's just yep. the targeted market. It's like you have these books if you're just diagnosed and it's for kids learning how to tell their yeah. teachers that they have it. And this is like the epitome of what... Well, bringing back the type one, that's one of the things we realized. Right. That we, it's, we started as like a running group so that we could run with other people with type one. Because your, your age. <laughs> your age. And, that, and right. people would have snacks and people wouldn't feel bad if you were low and you stopped. Yeah. And you wouldn't feel bad Definitely. if they were low and stopped. Um, but what we found is that they kind of turned in these weird little support groups where you yeah. could just kind of vent while you were running. And then you get your hour of venting out and then you're like good for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like what this was. But, yeah, it's amazing. But what's also interesting is that most of the time if you go to something like a type one nation, it's conferency. It's you sit in mm. like That's exactly what it is. Rows of seats. That's exactly what it someone is. Someone on stage and they they talk at you about a topic. And this, you're you're sitting in a circle. It's you know no more than twenty people in the room. In the breakout some session. Of, in the breakout session, some of them were even smaller. Um, there was really only like I don't know two sessions that was like ever two or two things where it was everyone together. Yeah. And Did so you have to like go around the room and say a little bit about yourself? Because that's what no, makes me not want to go. No, okay. I never did that. I don't think anyone even knew who I was. No, that's not true. You were in diabetes forecast. Are you yeah. kidding me? No one recognized my voice. <laughs> Which was weird. Um, Did they? Yeah. Someone <laughs> recognized my voice before they saw me. I they love like, oh that. Oh, my God. Are you Craig? And I was like, oh, Oh, my God. God I love so, that. No, I'm James. <laughs> That's not a British accent. <laughs> no, but it was really low and deep. And they didn't believe me. <laughs> okay. And so, don't even try. Were you about to do it? No. Okay. I was going to try it. I, <laughs> no. Um, but it was awesome. Okay, really awesome. it sounds amazing. So, so the answer, the the very long the, answer. To, that was the the introduction. Yeah. To on um, the Saturday night, and this thing only you you show up Friday afternoon and then you leave Sun- Sunday at like noon, yeah. one o'clock. So it's jam packed. It's, it's jam packed, but it's not a huge commitment. You can just like, if you want to go, just fly just in go. on a Friday morning. Just go. Leave on a Sunday and change your life. Change your lancet and change, change your life. <laughs> Ooh, that's on my t-shirt. Ooh, write change, that down. Change, change your lancet. This time next week, that'll be change in the store. Change your lancet and change your life. Betacellpodcast.com. That's store. shop. Um, a bunch of people really liked the um, high alert shirt. That okay, Robin wait, I'm sorry. We're um, we're off topic. We're yeah, I know what. So let me just bring everyone back real quick. You said the nicest compliment you had received was that you were a normal guy living mm-hmm. with type 1 diabetes. And then, so now let's fast forward. Why was this a really amazing thing to? So Saturday night there was yeah. a panel on like exercise and or sport and adventure uh, around a campfire. And were there smores? They asked me to be Were there on s'mores? It. The night before there was s'mores. Okay. And they asked me to be on it, talk about like. While you were there, my... they like came up to you and said, yeah. "We have this panel." Did yeah. other people know they were going to be on it? Yeah, okay. I think I was the only one who didn't know. I was okay, that. that's fun. It's always fun. Yeah, I'm, I work better that way. Mm. Um, to, and it was specifically to talk about my half Ironman experience with Type 1 Run last May. 
Uh, but I think I talked a little more generally about sort of type one run as a whole. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know what a friend of mine said afterwards is that what she liked about what I said is that it was a very, um, Related. Other people on the panel, I mean, they did amazing things. Someone, Jordan was on Bike Beyond. They spent two and a half months biking across the country. Other people did these like 10-day long backpacks. Right, you're not belittling these things in any way. No, they're a lot more impressive than what I did. Right, <laughs> right. A lot more impressive. Uh, but to your point, like someone could go off and do a triathlon or run a marathon. And so I was like the low-hanging fruit that people could relate to and be like, and everyone else was like the aspirational, the really ripe fruit at the top of the tree that you could Stop. only dream of. But I know what you mean. I would rather listen to someone that I thought was more like me than. Well, that's so that's kind of the role that I put myself in. Is that I, it was very yeah, much it's awesome. like, look, you could do this kind of thing. Like, it's, it's not that hard. Uh, you're going to be okay. Like, don't worry. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're not going to die uh, on a run. But maybe in real life. No, yeah. When you're not running, there's a lot of okay, lot okay, of okay, okay, okay. You can get that in another episode. <laughs> but I think when I'm running with Type One, it's I'm the, the best control I have Ted. because I'm looking at it all the time. It's only when I'm not looking at it that things get out of whack. Your control, yeah. Not looking at your sugars, yeah. Well, that goes against everything that I was just about to talk exactly. about. Exactly. This is a oh great my segue. god, what a segue, Craig. So last time we chatted. Yeah. You were, well, we talked about Overwhelmed. Right? Yeah. Wasn't I? Mm, you were going. I think I'm always a bit overwhelmed. I don't know if this was that episode or a different, different episode where you were going to like. Refocus, log all of my numbers, yeah, track all of my insulin on board, get back to the basics. Because you felt like you were. You'd do something, and then something would happen, and then you would just keep reacting. I, yeah, it was, yeah. So you're What he's low, saying is like- You eat a, a fruit strip, you get an up arrow, and you're like, uh-oh, and then you give insulin, and then- I go low, and then I- it was 10 minutes later. Right. Then you go low, and then you eat again. I would pretty much look at my number every 10 minutes and make a rash decision um, based off of that number, eat. and I would treat a low that I thought was coming, or treat a high that I thought was coming. So you were just stacking insulin. Like I was in a bad place, and now here's my little. How how um, would you relate that? How would you compare that control to other times in your life, like those with last diabetes? Yeah, like blood sugar wise. With my Dexcom or having? Yeah, just in the last. Oh, like how are my sugars? Yeah, my my literally, you guys, control. my sugars were either. 50 or 40 or 30 and then would jump to over 250. So you basically always had up or down arrows. Yeah. Not even like slight arrows. You were just, I, you were I mean, just of course there were some slights and of course I, there were pushing to 11. There was some, <laughs> just turn into that. <laughs> there were some times where I was in range, of course, but it never lasted very long because I was always like, well, what's going to happen? Well, what's going to happen? Let me just, let me do something now to make the future, you know, let me do something now because if I'm yeah. going to go high later, I might as well get insulin now so to save high. that high. Or if I look like, if I feel like I'm going to go low in an hour, I should just eat a bunch of sugar now yeah. to not like to avoid that from happening. And We're it was just like fucking insane. Like my, the thing, the, like the way, like the way that this, um, the, the things that I was doing 
And the way that it was causing me to think and how often I was thinking about it and how it was just, I'm not kidding. It was every five minutes I was just treating a high or a low. I think it was driving me crazy. But this goes back to like a very exciting thing that just happened. No, so both, don't cut me. physically and mentally. More, yeah, right. yeah. Just losing my mind. And I, I kept saying, well, it's because I'm getting all this information from Dexcom and I didn't have this before and I've only had it for a year and I'm still trying to figure it out. And it's very hard for me to see that I'm going low and not do anything about it. And it's very hard for me. I hate, like, I always tell my, my doctors, I'm like, well, I hate being low, so I'm never low. So I'd like to stay at 150. And they're like, well, I'm like, but I also hate being high. So every time I'm above 150, I'm doing something, which I'm sure no one likes to be low or high. But I, I, there was never like a place where I felt good at because I always wanted to make it better. Um, so. Two nights ago. I was very, no, no, no. So I was, okay. um, and then remember that one time I left my jacks come off for one night and I dropped like 36 and my fiance at the time woke me up and I was like, I was like, God damn it. This is like the, like the one time I went without my Dexcom. I dropped so low. I can never live without this thing. And I'm not, you guys, I'm not even covered by insurance with this. I have been so fucking lucky that my, I'm not kidding. My Instagram followers send me their, their Dexcom supplies. And I'm so grateful, but there is like this ticking clock where I'm like, okay, what if you're not going to be able to be on this anymore? Are you going to be okay? So last week I got married and mm-hmm. I didn't want to wear my Dexcom because my dress was pretty tight and I just didn't, that wasn't something that I want. I, I, and this was another weird internal thing I went through. Like I knew for a fact I didn't want my Dexcom to be showing in the photos. And we also did these like, it was like a very artistic, <laughs> we eloped and it was this very artistic two days of shooting us in my wedding dress and his suit. And we like shot underwater and we did this whole on it. Like I did the shoot where I had tied my dress up and I just didn't want it there. So I decided I'm like, I'm just going to take it off for two days. And those two days <laughs> were so shockingly refreshing. I thought they were good. I thought I was going to be panicking the whole time. I thought I wouldn't be able to enjoy what was actually happening. I thought I would just be so freaked out about what my blood sugars were. It was actually the most I've been in the moment than I have been in a long time. And I'm so glad I made that decision because I just know for a fact, like I'd be saying I do as I'm staring at my watch, like to see if I'm going up or down. And it was so far out of my head. I await. Oh, I know. I do await oh, slide hour down. I'm going to eat five fruit strips. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, exactly. So I did that those two days and then I came home and I it was just like natural for me to like, okay, I'm going to put a new one in now that um, the wedding's over. So I put a new one in and it was so, it was so inaccurate. I, now that I'm talking about this out loud, I think these were all just little things. Like these were all just little signs telling me that like, maybe I do need a break. So it was super inaccurate, like to the point where it would tell me I'm like a hundred double arrows down. And I, bef- and I just had this, you know, when you just have that gut feeling that it can't be right. So you I would never trust your Dexcom. No, Anyways. but I just have trust issues in general. <laughs> So it'd say like a hundred. It would. Um, <laughs> that's another podcast. Um, I would say it was like a hundred double down, and then I would test, and I'd be like two forty, and I'm like, this is bullshit. This is insane. And on top of it being inaccurate, I had done like that double tape thing I was doing. Um, yeah. So I had like the tape underneath the tape on top, and I realized that because 
I so just so people don't know. You use this like Flexifix. I tape, use this, yeah, Flexifix like tape. Clear, and clear, super thin. You would put it down. I put, put it, it down on, skin. Uh-huh, on top of my skin first before anything with a else. Hole in it? I cut a little hole in it, and then I would shoot the Dexcom through the tape, so that the Dexcom piece on, on top, top of the Dexcom. so that the Dexcom was sticking to the tape and not my skin. And a bunch of people told me to do this, and it it, it would stick great, but I kept. Every time I would rotate my decks, I would be putting it in the same area because I really like to... This is the reason... Similar to uh, your fingers that you test on. No, this is different. This is because I really like to cuddle at night with my husband and he's always on my left side. And so I always put my decks on my right side so that I can face him because I can't sleep on top of my deck. So I always, I'm always keeping it on my, like, my right upper thigh. Anyway, a few days ago, I looked down and I had this like extreme... I, I don't know if it's allergic. I just had this extreme skin reaction to the tape and it was like killing me. Like it was stinging. It was like ripping off my little baby hairs. I saw all these bumps forming underneath and I freaked out. So before bed, I just ripped it out. This was like three days ago, two days ago. And Garrett, um, he got Sweet mad. Scared. Garrett got mad at me because he, he feels like if I don't have that in, then he has to stay up all night and make sure that I make it till the morning and i was like no i'm gonna be fine my blood sugar is fine and i convinced him that it was good but anyway so i so i haven't been on it for the last two days yeah it was fine and did he stay up all night i hope not i hope not i don't think he did but these last two days that i haven't been on it have been so so why haven't you put it back on why didn't you just put it on the next morning because i just knew I, I just feel like this was something that I needed and I didn't know I needed it until I tried it. And I took it off and my blood sugar was fine that night and that morning. And I just didn't feel like putting a new one in. And especially because I didn't want to use that tape and I knew if I didn't use the tape, it was going to come off anyway. Yeah. And I was just feeling really like defeated and discouraged. And Dexcom was always something I just swore by. But these last few days have been so... Well, because when you first went on the Dexcom... Yeah, which was just last year. Your like I've only been, within the first three mo- months yeah. dropped like what a point? Oh no! Two oh no! I dropped. Yeah, I dropped from like seven point five to like five point nine. Yeah, a lot. But that's also because I was really. That's also because I was really low. Yeah, but you were in the five club. I was in the five club. It was short lived. But who gives a fuck about that? A lot these, of people. These well, they need to not. And if you do give a fuck, then please listen to ep- please listen to episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the first episode? Yeah, it was. So these last okay. So guys, let's. So Craig. Well, I'm gonna bring up what you do. said. So I came over tonight and I was like, Craig, my blood sugars have been so amazing. It's like I've been I haven't been snacking all day snacking because. Usually, if I if I have my Dex on, it says I'm 120. I'll just start eating and then wait until I get a diagonal arrow, and then I'll be like, oh, it's time to get insulin. And I just haven't wanted to deal with those extra steps, so I've just been like testing when I wake up. Then I test a couple hours later. If I go on a walk with the kid that I nanny for, I'll test when I get back. And every single time, I've been in range, and it's been like boggling my mind. And I came over to Craig tonight, and I told him this, and he's like, well, how do you know you haven't been these crazy? Like, how do you know that just when you're testing, you're in range? And maybe in between all this time to test, you've been completely out of range. And I said, I very, there's a huge there's chance. There's a little bit of me being devil's advocate. But of course. Yeah. Which, and you're always for the you, devil's advocate for you, me. Yeah, yeah. But there, there is a chance that I eat and I shoot up to 250. 
And then clearly, two hours later, I would come back down to a normal blood sugar. But if I had had my DEX come on and seen that I was double arrows up going to 250, my, I guarantee my reaction would have been that I would have gotten insulin, which would have made me go low. Two hours later. Two hours later, seeing that without me doing anything, I landed at a very good blood sugar and I haven't been over 150 all day and I ate three meals. I even completely guessed about my lunch because we ordered food Mm -hmm. in at my work today. And it's been so, like I go on these, It's and I told, I was telling you too how usually when I go on these walks with Maddie, the, the little girl that I nanny for, even if it just says like signal loss for five minutes, I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is my blood sugar? Like freaking out, like am I low? Like I, I'm not in touch with my body. I don't know if I'm gonna feel anything. And now it's just like, I don't, I'm, I'm literally not thinking about it. Like it's just not having that number on my watch and not having it on my phone. And I did, I, I mean, I do open the app a few times a day and I realize that I'm not connected, but it's been like the most therapeutic, amazing thing that I could have done and it's only been two days and I just have this like there was like this part of my mind that was just a hundred like overflowing with diabetes and now it's like feels empty and like free and it's so good it's so good and I, I like I said it's not like I'm never gonna go back on but I had no idea how badly I needed this well it, it brings up a, a lot of different points you know right the next seven episodes probably yeah so we're just gonna outline those right here okay Hit me. So people have been living without continuous glucose monitors successfully with type 1 diabetes for a very long time. Right. And I was one of them up until a year ago. For a very long time. Yeah, 21 years I didn't have it. And you were fine. And I was very good. Right? You didn't have 18 A1Cs. Nope. I had a very low A1C without it. I mean, what, seven? I was fine. Fine. 100%. And then I got it. Um, and then you got it. So, you know, I know people who ran marathons before blood glucose monitors and they were fine. So they didn't have all these fancy insulin pumps, inhaled insulins, continuous glucose monitors. They did and they were fine. So, so clearly we don't need this. Right. But right, once I got on way. it, I was like, how the hell did I live now, without this thing? there are some thing? people who, who, who can't feel their lows. Right. And I, I honestly... But that brings us to the second point, is okay. that do you think... Yes, I know what you're about to say, and I think they can't feel them because they're on the CGM. Is that what you're about to say? No, but oh. I was in the same line. It was the same okay. thing. Like, if, I, if we're on, not everyone, but for some of us, being on continuous glucose monitors, we begin to rely on yes. that instead of how we feel. Yeah, 100%. And that's what I that's what I was doing. I told you I'd be driving. I can feel when I'm low. And See, I'll I couldn't. I couldn't. And I'll be like, I feel like I'm a little low. And I'll check. And I'm like, oh, I'm going low. And then no, I can I test and be like, oh, I'm a little lower than my Dexcom says. Yeah. Because I felt it. And it was opposite for me. I said, like, I would be driving home from work and I'd be a block away. And I'd be like, oh, I feel a little funny and look down at my watch. And it would be like 50 double down. And I was like, oh, my. F- I had no idea that I was yeah. dropping this low. So that could be part part of it as well. And I think the third part mm-hmm. is like what you started with, is that all of this information, we now feel like we have to react to it. All was of it was too much. And really what we had said on our last episode is you had come to the conclusion that you need to like slow down. With everything. With everything. In my life. Like you give, and I'll just call out James. Okay. Because we call him out every episode. He needs to be called out. 
Um, hopefully he listens to this and takes oh, it to he, heart. Oh, he will. <laughs> well, he won't take it to heart. He might listen. No, he'll listen. So we sit down for a meal. You know, he looks at it. He bolses. We eat the meal. And then he'll just like, well, I'll give some more. And then 10 minutes later, ah, why not some more? Yeah. He's like, not sure about it. And then he's low. 30 like super like, low. Like every time. Yeah. Now, to be fair, James, I know this isn't every time, but it's probably every James, time. James, we're just saying every time because it's better for the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're like, but you You're took like, all this insulin. Like, you don't, like, the insulin needs time to work. Because James is on pens, too, not a pen. Yeah. So it's so easy. Again, I'm on pens, too. It is so easy to just shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up. You have a pump, though. No, but oh, it, no, but you can see you have trapped, you have though. active and yeah. active insulin on your pump. And I was pump just will getting tell me exactly if I try and give too much, right. I'd be like oh, yeah, maybe don't do that because you still have four. And for me, that wasn't happening, and it was the same thing where I'd get full a full bolus for a meal, and then twenty minutes but later, I feel the same way about information overload. And yeah, this happened to me earlier today. Let's hear it because this is what we do okay. bring this up every time. And this is the first time that I've fucking done something about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was right about this major point I was trying to make. So I think I took a picture of this. OK, okay. I did. So we need a Facebook so we can be like, if you want to see the photos, go to. If you want to see the photos, support us. Pay us. On Patreon and we'll upload it there for special. We we do. Keep, we do keep making these promises where. The, they're going to get, like, voicemails from my mom. Oh, we should do that. Does she keep sending you voicemails? Well, she hasn't listened to any because we haven't created oh. anything. Well, next time we'll put okay. one up. Okay, so what is I the... I put up bloopers for a previous episode. Oh. Oh, did you? I think I did. Okay, what is the photo? So listen to the bloopers. So I have this issue with the Dexcom arrows. Which we have... The arrows. <laughs> yes. And, and a lot and of we've people say about the this. arrows are the important part, right? Like, that's the most important. Like, the number doesn't really matter. As much as the trend. Sure. Because we can test and we can get the number. But you could test right now. Mm-hmm. You could say 124. But you could be 124 arrow up, 124 arrow down. You don't know. Mm-hmm. All you know is that one number. But the trends are what help us make informative decisions. Right. Or so let's keep going. That's what's supposed to help us make informative decisions on what to do next. Do we give more insulin? Do we give less insulin? And there actually is guidelines that some doctors put together. It's like some crazy on what to do algorithm with this, which I actually have saved yeah. on my phone because I use this a lot, which is going to be ironic when I get to the next part of the story. But for instance, Laura, what's your uh, correction ratio? Do you know this? I get one unit per 50 over 150. Okay. So if you have a slight up arrow, uh, when you're going to eat pre-meal, this says new approach to adjusting insulin doses using trend arrows. In what, adults. When did this come out? Pre-meal and corrections greater than or equal to four hours post-meal. What? Pre-meal and cor- so pre-meal. So like if you're going to go eat dinner okay. or four hours after you eat and you're going to correct again. Okay. So if you eat breakfast at 10 and then at 2 o'clock, you're having a trend arrow. Okay. But not like a half hour later after you eat. Four hours. So, But let's just keep with the pre-meal. Okay. Keep this easy. Okay. Because we've already lost people. Yeah. Please come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. (laughs) So slide up arrow. Yeah. Uh, Your correction factor is 50. 
minus 70, we're in the same range, so 50 to 75, give plus one unit because of that. So you add a zero. unit to whatever you're. So you add a unit to that, whatever you're going to go. Okay. If you're going to give three units, you give four because you have a slide up arrow. The idea being your blood sugar is going up. So if your blood sugar is 150, so you're going to give an extra unit of correction plus three units. Yeah, it makes meal. sense. You give an extra one because it's going up. The issue is that the arrows lie. Sorry. They do. The arrows lie. And it's because the arrows aren't, the arrows take time to understand there's a trend coming. So I could go from, let's see, right now I am 121, 128, sorry, 128. Straight arrow? Straight arrow. My blood sugar could jump up to 138 in the next five minutes and it would still have a straight arrow. Mm-hmm. But five minutes after that, if it's still going up, then it will give me a slight arrow up okay. or a full arrow up. Be- even if in that five minutes I've jumped up 10 points, there should be an arrow. It hasn't yet determined that's a trend yet. Okay. Right? Like it needs three points to like make a trend. And in the same vein, sometimes my blood sugar will start coming down or up. Mm-hmm. And the arrow hasn't caught up yet because the arrow needs to learn. Because it's which a piece it's of going. technology. So well, it's a very dumb piece of technology. <gasps> Sorry, Dexcom. Sorry, Dexcom. So earlier today, please sponsor us. <laughs> I was. This was at two fourteen p.m. Yeah. So this was like a post lunch. I had chicken, some yams, some salad. Pretty this good. It's a typical it? lunch for Craig Stooping. It's pretty delicious, actually. I wasn't totally sure on how many yams <laughs> I was eating because I didn't weigh them. So I kind of guessed in the bolus. Typical action. But I didn't, didn't, didn't pre bolus, <laughs> so I started going up pretty quick. Okay. So I hit 175. I think I hit like 176. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll take a little more insulin. Uh, but so then, wait, wait, you did not pre-bolus. So you ate and got insulin, and then you went up to 176. Yeah, I like, I like, I like. Shot After up. getting your first bolus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then you got more insulin. So blood sugar comes up, and then it starts to like I, I give insulin because it's going up, and then it levels. How off. soon after did you get more insulin? Mm-hmm. I could I could look up no but like, like give me a fucking guess give me a guess okay. right I didn't even mean to say fuck there probably like half hour okay maybe an hour it, I could I could I could actually look no, up the we, desk uh, right here okay all I'm saying is this is exactly my point that you would do right of course anyone I think the majority of us would probably I don't know maybe those of us with good self control wouldn't who has self control these days okay here so I probably started eating around one fifteen. Okay. Right? Between between 1 and one fifteen, And then... And you got in... So I use this app called SugarMate, which is kind of cool. You... Uh, it you connects with it your Dex. Yeah, you set up as a follower on your Dexcom, and it's a separate app. Um, but what it does is it shows you a lot more information in the app than the Dexcom app does. Yeah, I actually love SugarMate. Um, so for instance, if you like roll over any of the dots it just shows you the number you don't like turn your phone sideways yeah, and like but squint uh but also when you roll over the dots it shows you the arrow it was at the time so here i'm, I'm this is this not a sponsored time. post 
No, but Sugar Mate, you can sponsor us. I don't know if, if, they if you'd like to. Money. I think their app is free. Well, that's amazing because they're guys are awesome. great. Thank you. Um, so here we go. Okay, so one fifteen you ate, and then you okay. got incense. So here we are. Here we are. We're fast forwarding. One forty four p.m. One twenty one straight arrow. One forty nine. One twenty eight slide up. One thirty nine slide up. One fifty three slide up. One sixty four straight arrow. One seventy six straight arrow. That's at two o nine p.m. This is when things get interesting. I feel like One, you're like outlining a murder plot yeah. right now. One seventy at one o seven at night. Slight arrow down. One seventy six straight up arrow. Five minutes later, two fourteen p.m. <gasps> One seventy five. I've gone down one point from 176 to 175 in five minutes, right? I'm leveling off. That's the definition of leveling off. Slight up arrow. What the fuck? I'm not going up. But it's saying that I'm you going are. Down. I'm going down, if anything. Lying. It should yeah. be straight, but if anything, I'm, I'm going down. The blood sugar is going down. And then from there, I go to 169. And you had gotten more insulin so at this I've point. Given, I've given another, so I'm dropped down another six units. The arrows lie. Then it's straight, straight, straight. So then I'm, 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 I'm trending down. You can look at this. I'm going down. I mean, they can't. No, we could post a picture, I guess, if they give enough money. This is my point. It can be good for so many reasons. And also, it was ruining my life because yeah. I am. Well, so if I'm not looking at this chart and I just look at my watch and it yeah. says 175, slide up arrow. I'm going to give it yeah, a Yeah, but a half hour later, that's my point. Nobody should be getting insulin a half hour What's after the, they get a this, bolus for their meal. This cry. might have been more like an hour later. But still, 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 an hour still isn't the amount no. of time. And so you even brought up a point tonight that like I should wear a Dexcom and still be texting the way that I'm testing or still be treating everything the way I'm treating everything. So like. But here's the question. Like you see that arrow and you think I probably guessed wrong. That's what my thought was today. Okay. Normally, I'm pretty good about it because I know exactly how much I'm eating. I'm eating a banana. 30 yeah, you're grams. way better that. That's what. Yeah, yeah. I don't do today that at lunch, which is actually a pretty good example because I think a lot of people aren't as they aren't psychopaths like I am. Mm-hmm. That's a good way of putting it. Um, <laughs> so I wasn't exactly sure how many carbs my two. So you're like, oh, I, I'm guessing, and I guessed wrong. So, so, so I took 40 units and then I ate it. And I was like, that was more than 40. Not 40 units, sorry. 40, 40 grams. Carbs. Jesus. Fuck. Uh, you know, so whatever the ratio yeah. is, I was like, that was more like 60 grams. So I gave myself enough insulin for 20 more grams of insulin. And then lo and behold. And then I started shooting up. And I'm like, well, maybe I was wrong. Wait, you got more after that? After no. the second boys? Yeah. Craig, fucking because I'm shooting Oh up. my God, but you're not. That's it. But what did you just... Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm yelling. Sorry. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. I'm yelling. with a know, straight Craig up arrow. Stooping, what did you just say to me about... What did you just say to me about... Well, what if you were... Do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. Not as I do. Jeez. Oh my God. But this is this great is that this exactly happened to me. Exactly my never point. This, which makes this a good example. And... Because you like, do okay, that. Okay, and we're both saying... So most people do this. But if, if you... If I didn't have Dex come on... And I bolused, and let's say I got it right, and I shoot up the 175, I come right back down to 130 because that's 
how the body works. I think. I think. I don't we think people understand. Blood sugars are supposed just to be, be on flat. the straight line the whole time. No. I don't think people understand that no matter what you eat, your blood sugar is going to naturally rise after. If, and if you and wait, Craig, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up. After it naturally rises, it's going to naturally come down from your first bolus. Is it and really that's naturally though, because okay, but but what I'm saying is what I've been doing, where I get my bolus, and then. Two hours later, I've been waiting and I've been fine when normally if I were to test 30 minutes after, I'm sure I'd be high. Yeah. And then I'd correct and then I'd go low and then I'd go high and then I'd go low and then I feel like diabetes is out to get me and I'm in this very dark place. And it's not, I think it's this very time consuming and I'm not discrediting people that say that it is because it can be. But for me, I was like putting that on myself by by wearing this thing. Well, this was me this morning. So this is all within the last... 12 hours this was a weird kismet uh, i i was what 10 a.m i was like 70 and i was like uh maybe i'll eat a little bit right literally half a trader joe's pumpkin biscotti you little fall so good that's my recommendation for the day okay i already told beyond type one they're doing this <laughs> they okay it's a different story okay next episode pumpkin biscotti Go for it. Yeah, but um, how many carbs were in that? Half a biscotti was probably like four okay. grams. I think two biscotti is like 20. Okay. So my blood sugar starts going up. So, you know, 10, so. 15, I eat this. Um, at 11, 15, hour later, I'm 141 with a slight up arrow. Like four grams should not be doing this. So you got insulin. You I guys. Did. I was going to, but I, I work out at lunch every day. Oh my so God. I don't give insulin All I'm that. saying is like blood sugars no, are so going to change. You're happened. not going to stay fucking, you're not going to stay 100, no, a straight line so all day long. I, I was 141 and then I waited and I started coming back down and I came back down to like Even if you didn't work out, this was before you started working out? Oh yeah, it came down before I worked out. Exactly. This is what it's like. Yes, it's good to see this information. And Craig, you and I spoke to that the, those kids at Children's Hospital, and you, we were talking. We were we were fighting for people to use the Dexcom, and you made the exact same chart that I'm now using against you, where you said when you test your blood sugar, you see this dot, and two hours later this dot, and two hours later this dot. And he goes, but you're not seeing what's happening in between. Yeah. And what I'm learning now is that all of those things in between are are not important well, for me. Well, I think me. it is important, but it's important for a different reason. Well, okay, okay. Because obviously you don't want to eat something, go up to 350, and then crash back down, right? You you want to be more level because the things that cause long-term complications in type 1 diabetes isn't high blood sugars. It's the it's crazy variable right. blood sugars, right? If you go from 100 to 300 to 100 four times a day, that's going to kill you. Being Agreed. 400 so, all no, day won't kill you. I agree. That's what the study And that's say. another argument that I tell people all the time. I'd yeah. rather be 200 all day, every day, yeah. than be 50 and 250. Yeah. But my, no, but what are you saying about- Hashtag six club. <laughs> did you just do a little hand thing? I did a hashtag. My, what I'm saying is, so those dots that you're getting every two hours, those rules were set in place for a reason. And I feel like p- people that follow those rules might be in a better place than people that are correcting every 30 minutes. Well, there's the mental versus physical. I think it's both. I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. I think- no, I, no, I agree. 
ah, sorry guys, we agreed again. I, I, I agree I too. Agree and not that I'm saying like, I used to swear with a Dexcom and I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying I'm not going to go back to it and then I might regret it or I don't know. But I, I love that it alerts me when I go low because there are times that I don't feel it. And that is, I think, what I gain the most from it. And everything else has been harming me like to an extreme point. You could put a Dexcom on, just eliminate a, your high and low alerts. Oh, and then just do it at night. Low, and then just not look at it. I mean, it'd be really hard because you're so used to yeah, it. Yeah, I don't it think would, I would be able to do that. That would, would take, take some, like, some mental. Well, and then up uh, on top of like all of this stuff. So I now maybe we can touch on that. I decided to take my you done with this topic already. Yeah. Okay. I think um, we should talk about how I decided to take my first break from you're just my type. Oh boy. Not no no no. Let me rephrase. Oh I didn't take a break from you're just my type. I took a break it's from social everyone. media for you're just my type. Um, but I'm back. Which it's is been kind two of like weeks. Just my type. No, because I've been working. I I just realized that when you that from me running this account, I like so much of my energy, and it's like that. Your so much of your energy has to be going towards it. That's why there was no other choice but to completely stop. At least for in my case. And I got married, and I wanted to give all my attention to my new husband, and not be focusing on what my next future was going to be and making sure I had yeah. the questionnaires back from everyone that I was about to post. And then I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to stop. And I've never stopped. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. The pressure to post, what, two different people a week? Is mm -hmm. that what you've been doing? Yeah, about. Is that self-imposed? Yeah. I mean, you could allow yourself like what to post one every two weeks or one a week monday wednesday friday still Slow but down. one it was more like being on it and 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 i also felt so silly announcing that i was taking a break but i also didn't check my direct messages yeah it was like it was really nice it was nice but this is my point wait i did have a point you took a break i took a break and you're back and i'm back but it's it, it really did put things in perspective. And while I was on that what break, this is no, 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 listen, this is my point. It's not like I took a break from focusing on that from my nonprofit. Like I've actually been working with this really amazing company, working on this very amazing campaign that's about to come out and doing all these like behind the scenes things and planning these trips and figuring out how I'm going to go on more trips and like talking to people that I haven't talked to yet and like doing all of these things that... Maybe I would have been too busy to do because I was focusing on doing features on my Instagram. And it's that was soaking up all your energy, thinking about that. I think Instead so. Long term stuff. Yeah, and it's been really great. It's like right, I can't reiterate enough that it's not like I was just like, you're just my type is completely out of my mind. It was at the forefront of my mind, but it was just really nice not to have this pressure that Focusing yes, that I was of the Yeah. Cause it's it's I, I very much compartmentalize. So you're kind of a control freak. Yeah, <laughs> you could. Yeah, you could say that. Does this make? But I you got to meet. But like, but I got. You should have other people. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not it. It's more just like I just needed a second of to to gain clarity on everything, and because I had the Breathe time up. to not track these notifications and these DMs and and to start like doing things with your just my type that I never thought were possible that other companies saw in me. 
And I can't say much more about that now, but I can't wait to announce when I can. But it's like things where I just like, I put your just my type in this little box and I'm like, this is what it's gonna do and this is what it can do. And then I had this really, I have been having these people reach out to me being like, well, we see you doing this instead, not instead, but we see you doing this in addition to what you're doing. And I'm just like, oh my God, I didn't even think about this. And I have all the time in the world right now because I'm not doing it. Doing it, which I know you were like, oh my God, you're gonna play devil's advocate again. But I also just like. I've never played Devil's Advocate before. Okay. Anyway, that was just my thing. I took two weeks off, and it was the first time I've ever taken two weeks off of any form of social media. And it's not that I'm not excited to be back. Like you know, what I mean? it wasn't like the social media detox. It was just like let me just chill out on making sure that I'm doing features every three days and making sure that. It's on the big picture. Yeah, it's been good. Things have been good. For the first time. For the first time in a long time. No. <laughs> no, that's not it. This but anyway, Craig's doing. I love You're you. Married? Craig's, I'm married. You're thriving. I'm married. You're I, off I broke up with my tax call <laughs> to make time with my husband. To make time for my husband. Broke up with uh yeah, Instagram and Dexcom. Yeah, and now and now I think and it you're is never going back. Nope, not what Sorry, I guys. said. <laughs> this is it now, just out of range. Unless you support No, I'm so glad we did that. Stop. Anyway, um, yeah, you've been doing great, and I've been doing great, and I love you so freaking much. And you're my best friend, and I love you. Just a freaking? You're my best friend, and I love you. I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, where's our thing? That's it for this week's episode. Out of Range is produced by... Craig and Laura. (laughs) (laughs) You're so bad at this. I don't have my phone. This is what. Wait, we didn't even talk about how I have tech snack. (laughs) (laughs) Laura has tech snack. Guys, I literally broke my neck from texting too much. You took a break off of Instagram and then you texted (laughs) so much you broke your neck. I I I feel like that's the other thing. I can't look down down on my phone anymore. I have to. I literally. You got rid of one problem and you created another. Yeah, is that not what most people do? So the answer is don't text Laura because you're. No, her. my neck. I I have have had to see. <laughs> I've had to, see, I've had to see a massage therapist for the last three weeks in a row because I can't move my neck. And today is the first day I realize it's because I'm staring down at my phone, text. And then Craig sent me an article about a thing called text neck, <laughs> and it's real. <laughs> text neck's a real thing, kids. Don't text. Don't. Don't take don't it lightly. Down. Yeah. Don't forget to look up because I am suffering. I'm going to read this. I week's hope credits. this isn't put in the episode. Okay. That's it for this week's episode. Out of Range is a production of Beta Cell and it's produced by me and Laura. Craig does all of our recording and editing. Subscribe to Beta Cell wherever you listen to podcasts to get Out of Range downloaded automatically onto your phone every week. Like what we do? Support us on Patreon and we'll send you some swag. Visit us at betacell.com slash betacellpodcast.com slash forward slash supporters for more info. For more info. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm Craig. I'm Laura. And this is <laughs> Out, Out of, of Range. range. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs>